Hey, yo, what up, what up, man? It's your boy DJ Pest, a.k.a. The Bad Guy. Today is different, you know what I'm saying? This is grind culture, but I got my guy, man, somebody from back home, from back around the way. Across this seat, from me right now, I got my guy Big Gov in the What's building. Bro? What is up? <laughs> what is up? Man, I haven't seen Gov in about 10 years, man, so this is a special episode. Yeah, man, I'm alive, bro. Just happy to be alive. All the craziness going on in the world, man. It's just... yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. thing, man. How you been, man? Hey, bro, no complaints at all. Working, just mm -hmm. put, you know me, man. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing changed, man. It's been it's been about a dime, bro. But we we you know we both on our we both been doing the same thing, man. Yeah. Grinding hard as hell. Yeah, man. Um, so this show mm -hmm. is not really about pushing a project or right, you know right. something new. It's about giving flowers. Okay. Okay. So this sounds crazy because I know a lot. But for the people that don't know you, right. I want you to explain how you got to where you are right now. I mean, man, truthfully, I don't even know. <laughs> it's, it's, it, you know, I sit back sometimes and I think like, damn, you know, we came a long way. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just the hug, the grind, the hustle, persistence, just, you know, I, I believe just staying at it, man, and just not giving up, not sitting down when everybody else is up and moving like I shit I try to outwork the the, the niggas that's out trying to outwork me you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying and mm -hmm. I, I think that's what's keeping me here you know what mm -hmm. I mean or taking me further but let's go deep when did you start making music so like man I recorded my first record in 1985 bro mm -hmm. I recorded my I was five years old mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so talk about that what that feel like Looking back, <laughs> it's crazy, bro. It feel weird because now I'm looking at my sons, you know what I'm saying, and they like following the same pattern. But you know, my father, he was the one to put me in the studio, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, because he was a singer. He sung with the Five Special Temptations and Dramatics. So, like, he put me in the studio and shit, five at five years old, and then from that point on, the rest was history, you know. But what I'm at, at five years old. You doing music, do you have goals at that point, musically? Honestly, I, man, to be honest, I was just doing music because I love to do music. It wasn't mm -hmm. no, it wasn't nothing about no business or trying to be like the next up and coming artist or nothing. It was just, shit, I was just doing music, bro, because I love to do music. But when did it become that? I, I think it became that around 92, like 1992, I was 12. Mm -hmm. And I, I just started taking everything serious because it was like, I'm gonna be real with you. Mm -hmm. Seeing crisscross, crisscross did it for you, cause I knew I was I knew I was better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just always knew I was better. You know, no disrespect to them, but I just always felt like I was better. I, for mm -hmm. one, I was writing my own lyrics. You know what I'm saying, and I, I just had a whole I just had a whole nother level of swagger. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. So it was like, you know, they like I say, 12 years old. That's when I said, yeah, this is what I want to do. But I. I this sound crazy because I know I DJ and I yeah. know I'm supposed to be a little bit more aware of my my you know respect the history. Yeah. But was crisscross being looked at as artists? Because I only know Jump. Well, so were you were you listening to a crisscross album? No, I was listening because like if you're gonna listen, you're gonna have to be thoroughly listening. Yeah. Like I, I was listening, I was listening to find mistakes, all that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And. I was really on it, you know what I'm saying? They they had some they had some records though. Mm -hmm. They had they had more records than Jump. 
and it made me go harder because you know what I'm saying I, they was they, they were my competition yeah in my eyes so yeah. I had to I had to go hard and that's that's what happened you know what I'm saying yeah but at 12 years old what does that look like 1992 mm-hmm. 12 years old mm-hmm. what kind of competitive nature does that be like what were you comp- like what were you trying to get to their level or I really was just trying to prove that I could do what they they were doing better than them Mm-hmm. You know, that was my whole thing. Like, I didn't know how I was going to show the world this. I just knew I could do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, from different talent shows to whatever was put in front of me, I shut it down. Like, yeah. it was just, I mean, my stage performance at, at 12 was crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it just, it, like I said, man, these niggas on TV, I don't know if you familiar, you, you familiar with it. Remember the box? Yeah. So, like, yeah, Channel 41, I see them niggas on Channel 41 all the time, and I'm like, one day I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that was, like, one of my things. Like, I'm going to show the world I can do this better than them niggas. Yeah, so at that point, did you have any influences? I had a lot of influences, man. Like, shit, Detroit artists mainly was, like, some of my biggest influences. Like, uh, Detroit's Most Wanted, AWOL, uh, just a bunch of the older, you know what I'm saying, and then, um, you know, you had your West Coast. Of course, I had, like, a, 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 a real... I took a real liking to the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, you got your Dr. Dre's. You got your, you know, NWA's, the Ice Cube, all that. But, like, actually moving out to L.A. in 92. Okay. That was, you know, you really got a chance to see. That I never knew about you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because listening to your music now, mm-hmm. it has an L.A. Well, it has a West Coast sound. Yeah. But I didn't know you stayed. Yeah, yeah. So See, how long did you stay on the West Coast? I was a knucklehead. So the thing was, you know, shit me out there with an uncle that was an ex-Marine or whatever. It ain't do nothing but make it worse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I came back home way more off than I was before I went. But I learned a lot about L.A. within that short span, short time span that I was there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? From music to just the gang culture. All that, you know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of stuff people didn't know because I just didn't share it because I felt like, you know, when you when you reach a certain point in life, you just don't, you, you don't want people looking down on you or you don't, it, it's just, I had my, my, my reservations about speaking on certain shit, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But now it's like, shit, this is who I am. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? So it is what it is. But yeah, that, that shit was, it, it, I'm going to tell you like this. Had I not went to L.A. and learned everything that I learned back then, I probably wouldn't be who I am today as mm-hmm. far as, like, musically and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, you were in L.A. When did you come back? Well, when did you go back? Uh, to 95. And how old were you then? 15. So do you come back with a different approach in music? Did that did, did going to L.A. change? Way different. So now Way is it about, different. like, so what, what, do you, what, what satisfies you at that point when you came back? Well, I'm off competing with Crisscross at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I done seen drive-by shootings, people getting murdered. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm seeing reality. So at that point, oh, it's it's about what's real. It ain't even about just being the best rapper no more. It's about mm-hmm. talking about my experiences at that age. Like, damn, I didn't just seen somebody get their brains blew out right in front of me. Yeah, homies didn't got. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. And then, you know, in that little length of time I was there, you get a chance to meet people. 
Mm-hmm. And when you meet these people, you build a bond with them. You know, it don't. Sometimes it don't even take six months. You meet somebody and you know, oh, this the homie right here. I fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Then you fuck go home and find out, oh, that nigga ain't living no more. Somebody. Yeah. So it it was just a mixture of man reality and just what it what it made me feel like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause I I'm telling you that's some traumatizing shit. Like I could be sitting here with somebody and then the next day they not here no more. Yeah, that's, that shit crazy, bro. Yeah, that shit crazy. Yeah. So the music is different now. Yeah. The lyrics is different yeah, for sure. Now, what is the mission? Are you trying to get hurt? Because, I mean, 95 is a lot different. Because mm-hmm. there is no... I mean, well, maybe. you got cash, I'm pretty sure you got cash money at that point. You got Rockefeller starting. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to aligning yourself with... Because I know we all stand in front of the mirror at an age, and we're like, mm-hmm. I want to be with these people. Yeah, yeah, it would be dope being with... So who did you want to be with at that age? I really didn't... I didn't have nobody I wanted to be with at that age. Mm-hmm. And the reason being, it was because I just always felt like I was better than a lot of the shit that was out. You know what I'm saying? So my thing was, I just need the right ear. If I get the right person to hear me, I'm already knowing where it's going to go. Who did you want to hear you? Shit, just different record labels, mm-hmm. different record execs, things of that nature. And the crazy shit is, like, from 95 to maybe 97 is when I got, uh, I got offered like three or four record deals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think I came into the picture probably around 2004, four, three. 2003. Yeah. It was 2003. Because I remember us doing a, uh, it was, we did an event at a, if you remember the name, you Simons, I want to say. See, but Simons? I'm, I'm so far removed from Detroit. I don't yeah. even remember what freeways is out there. That's so crazy. you're saying Simon? Simon's. That was yeah. in, we did that in Allen Park, like down the street from the bowl, mm. Thunderbowl. I remember that. Okay, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. So I think that was like our first event. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was '03. That was '03. So at that point, it's the it's black government. Do you still? Is that still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I don't hear you. Well, the thing is, it's more so the label now. It's just the label. Like, I don't, it's no more black government gang. Like, yeah. I don't have a whole bunch of, you know how I used to be. We was 30, 40 niggas yeah. deep, man. Yeah. Never no more. I'll never do that again in life. <laughs> you know Why? what I'm saying? Because it was just too much of a liability, bro. It was like, you, everybody not on the same page. You got your knuckleheads. You got your people that's trying to to take what you teach them and, and beat you to the finish line. And it was just too much shit, bro. Like. Everybody was on a different page. Nobody was on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Frequencies was all fucked up. But you know that that happens often. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, just the nature yeah. of the beast. But I mean, when you got that many people, it's uncontrolled. How bro. many people was it? To be honest with you, man, at that at that point in time, and it, it, this is the crazy shit. Like everybody wasn't even artists. You know what I'm saying? But I know for a fact it was. Oh, we had over thirty people. Over thirty people. Yeah. And that that was just like every event. You know what I'm saying? I remember. But you got your people who want to be seen, who want to get out and party, who want to mm. be a part of the the life, but they don't want to put that work in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So after so many years of just having people around me, and it's costing me, I'm buying shirts, and niggas ain't got clothes for you. I'm buying niggas shoes. And the, yeah. Coming out, I got kids, all kind of shit. It's just... Oh no, I can't do this shit. When it, so when did when did that start? What like what year did 
the, the amount of people start dwindling down. No, I will start. Well, oh. When did they start coming? When it, oh, it started coming in 01. I want to say okay. 01. That's when we really like started picking up. But then, you know, we had the comparisons and shit because we were so damn deep. So, you know, we had the comparisons of the whole black government BMF thing. Mm-hmm. It was just. And then with affiliations with BMF, it, it just was a lot. It was bro. confusing. It was I'm, confusing. Yeah. Than a motherfucker. Yeah. Because I, I was 17. Then eighteen, and I didn't know what the fuck was going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, like, we. It was it was a lot of gang signs, and I just was like, "Well, shit, we, hey, I'm with my guys, so we in this bitch." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what would you do differently? You have knowledge, you know a lot. Yeah. At that point in two thousand one, what would you have done differently at that moment that can create a different path for you? Um, I, I definitely would have had a lesser amount of people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would only have people that was like like minded and on the same page as me around because everybody got their motives you know what i'm saying like and it, it don't get me wrong some of the some of the motives are not what we would consider bad motives yeah you know what i'm saying some people just really want to take shit to another level and and you know learn how to do things and and that's fine you come to the table with that in the beginning we have an understanding and a lot of people was really like trying to use the whole black government thing as a way to build their own situation and then turn around and act like they forgot where they got it from. Yeah. And it's like, you know, in hindsight, I definitely would have just, you know, I, I, I would have uh, decreased the amount of people. And like I said, just had people around that was on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know, what I learned is my vision ain't your vision. Yeah. So you're not gonna treat it as such. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when you got people around who don't see your vision or see your vision but wanna take your vision and make it theirs, mm-hmm. it, it, it's never gonna it's never gonna work. Yeah. It's never gonna work. So you have thirty years of of music, knowledge mm-hmm. and all that. What is what is the goal? What's the blueprint now? Like what what's satisfied? What keeps you going now? My kids keep me going now, but the fact that I just love the music, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not in it to be the biggest artist. I'm not in it to be, you know, the most famous artist. I just love doing music, bro. And and for me, it's therapeutic. I get it off my chest. When I'm in the booth, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just easy for me to go in there and, and, and relieve myself of any bad energies or even if I'm feeling good, the booth is necessary because I got to put it on record mm-hmm. that I'm feeling good or I'm feeling fucked up or however I'm feeling is going to come out in that record. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, 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 the only goal that I really have at this point is seeing my sons because, you know, they, they really trying to follow my footsteps. My seven-year-old, he just, he reminds me of me more so than my oldest son does. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just crazy because the boy is a natural. He's seven years old and writes his own lyrics. And I put him in the booth and just let him go. He did his own ad libs. I didn't tell him how to do nothing. He just went in there and did. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. But that's watching you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But not only watching me, but having his own inner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is this is what he wants to do. Yeah. Like everything that he does from. Let's just say, play, even playing basketball, like he's seven year old, seven years old, but he dribbled the ball like he's nineteen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and it's just crazy to see 
how easy he can take the shit. Like you show him something once, he off and running. So is there anything that you're just not allowing him to get into? Well, I'm not forcing nothing on yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever he want to do, as long as it's something constructive. You feel me? Like well, he, well, I'm saying when it comes to music, there's, oh, there's with things the that music you learn. Shit, like, I know I'm gonna stop you right here because yeah, it's not gonna work. I mean, I, for one, he he's seven years old, but it's like he's been here before, and the way he acts sometimes is like he got this air about him. Like I know I'm good, and I'm and I be having a nah, dog. Mm-hmm. We ain't we ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not that way. Mm-hmm. So we not nah, we not doing that. You know what I'm saying? But he get on. He I be having to pull the choke chain sometimes. Yeah. Like nah, little nigga, nah, yeah. we ain't doing that. Cause what you gonna do now? Set yourself up later for failure. Cause people don't take to that type of act. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They don't cockiness and arrogance. It don't last. It mm-hmm. don't last. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the biggest lessons I'm teaching him at seven. Yeah. And who'd have thought you would have to teach a seven year old this? But the little nigga so he is so advanced, bro. You if you sat down and had a conversation with him, you would think he was older than what he was. But you're talking to yourself because you did it at five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just history repeating itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, bucket list, rap bucket list. Some it's you know some got to get completed before this is all said and done. I got I got to do a record with my favorite MC Nas, bro. I got to do a, I if if I don't care if he just do a hook. Mm. I mean, I got to do a record with him, bro. Like that's just that's what it is, bro. Like I don't I don't care about nothing else. It's most niggas that sit down and be, oh, I gotta be the richest nigga. I gotta have this. I got no, nah, bro. I just need that one record with Nas. I after that I can hang it up. Anything else? I can. That, that's it. So was Nas? I say this because I'm learning that a lot of rappers don't have a lot of rappers that they're fans of. So is it safe to say you're a fan of Nas? Hell yeah! It's just, it's safe, it's safe. <laughs> just want to and make that, sure. And, it's, and, it, and, it, and you know. It's a multitude of reasons why. It's not just the fact that he the dopest MC ever. The nigga is relatable. Like, the shit that he talk about that go over people's heads, I catch it every time. Like, damn, Mm -hmm. this motherfucker done did it again. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fuck be on your mind, bro? But I'm there with you, but I'm like, what the fuck is on your mind? Nah, it's Mm -hmm. like, bro, this King Disease 2. Crazy. Listen, yeah. bro. This, this shit been in rotation since it dropped. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But not only that, life is good. When he dropped Life is Good, it, sh- it, it, it showed you the vulnerable side of him. Mm-hmm. And I felt like when I dropped No Signs of Weakness, I gave people the vulnerable side of me. So it was just like, damn, around the time he lost his mom, I lost my mom. It was just too many similarities. And it just made me say, you know what? But I always... I always thought Nas was the dopest rapper. Since Illmatic? Since Did Illmatic, bro. I always, uh, like, even before that, from uh, Live from the Barbecue, I always thought Nas was the dopest rapper. Yeah. Because the way he puts his words together, his cadences, the just his mentality when he rap, bro, it's just, it's, it's way too, it's, it's way too, like, complex. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people won't understand it. You hear a lot of people talking about his production. But, bro, if Nas pick a beat, that's a beat that fits him. That fits who he is. His beats is his personality, bro. You get what I'm so saying? So you don't you don't you don't get into that Nas nah, pick bad nah, beats. Bro, hell no. Nah. It ain't no such thing as Nas picking a bad beat, bro. Cause he doing it's just like saying Gov pick bad uh, make make bad beats. No, nah, bro. It's what fits me. 
what makes me feel good. Like the beat, I don't even write. So when I get a beat, I let that motherfucker talk to me and I just talk back to it. Mm -hmm. And that's all Nas do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Nas won a Jay-Z battle, right? Man, hell, man, easily, bro. Like, <laughs> And I'm not saying that it was a landslide because mm -hmm. Jay-Z had some eyebrow-raising moments. But Nas knew how to close it. And he did it in a way to where, okay, nigga, I got you. I'm finna come with facts. Mm -hmm. See, you got the commercialization of your shit. You making people say, ooh, wow, laughing and joking and all. That's cool. But, nigga, I'm coming with shit you can go check. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Ether was just, that was it. Like, what, what else yeah. can you say? I, I like Ether now. I didn't like Ether then. Of course. Because, yeah. see, you... The thing is, Pest, you was always, I, I always know you to like a Jay-Z. Uh, always, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, and don't get me wrong, I fuck with Jay. Yeah. Jay is, Jay's nice. But Nas just, he just, if you want to think, that's who you listen to. But I remember, I remember hearing that, that you got Takeover and then you got Ether. Takeover, I, I think it just sounded better and I just remember Ether being like a roast session. I remember Ether being, you know, I remember Ether, it just sounded like he was at a lunch table. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sounded like a battle. How, that's how you looked at it. Yeah, that's how I looked at it as a, I would say a child, as a teenager. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. like, now it's like, oh, he was really, he was really, really pulling at him, like, saying the shit that would hurt. And Jay-Z kept it mainstream. So, when I, I like that shit. Like, I yeah, like when, because yeah, yeah. now, you know, now that it's not really as good as it used to be, when, you know, Beanie was going at Jada, yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. Game was going at 50. Yeah. I'm just naming random, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. rap beefs. But it's like, that's that 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 stood out more to the battle rap. Right. And right. I just didn't see it, because I was blindfolded. I'm Rockefeller yeah. till I die. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm at the age of 35, and I still want a Rockefeller chain. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? for so, sure. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I, I was blind. But even listening to King's Disease, I there's some Nas albums that I just skipped, because I just, I don't know. But I know when you a Nas fan, you a Nas fan. Oh, yeah, for sure. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it ain't. It's just, like, it's just like LeBron, Kobe, Michael Jordan. I'm from the Jordan era. You know what I'm saying? I watch Michael, I, shit, 41, I still wear with Jays. Like, mm -hmm. I'm from the Jordan era. I think Michael Jordan is going to forever be the greatest of all times. All right. <laughs> I want to ch check that out, man. You think Michael Jordan would still be the great right now, playing with the people that he's playing with right now, that he will be playing with right now, rather? That's hard to say because of age. You know what I'm saying? But if, if Mike was in his prime, you know what I'm saying, at that age, hell yeah. You got to think, bro, where did Kobe get it from? Where Kobe get it from, bro? Come on, man. I, I Come on, man. Come on. I'll pull up one, I will pull up one video. One video. I saw it. I know what video you're going to. I know right, what video. Bro, I'm just telling you. They had to study him to become who they are. But Jordan was the only Jordan on the court. Like, those people were trash. His competition was trash. No, bro. No, not by far. Mm -hmm. No, the league was way, way, way more physical and way more brutal back in the day. But when what Jordan them numbers looked like? Huh? What them numbers looked like? What I know they were brutal. The it was fight. I'm talking about the opposite team's numbers. We're not talking about the Pistons. We're not talking about the, like, we just talking bro, about everybody. NBA. Everybody was competitive. Even your worst team in the NBA back in that era yeah. was competitive. It was more physicality going on. It was way more. Today is a prima donna league, bro. 
Kobe got out just in time. Yeah, just in time. Just he got out just in time, bro. You get what yeah. I'm saying? But what people got to realize is two different eras. You can't compare. The only thing you can do is say Kobe is a spitting image mm-hmm. of MJ. Every Everything from chewing his gum, bro. So can we use that same ideology when it comes to music? Yeah, we can. Okay. Yeah, we can. Cause a lot, dog. It wouldn't be no Nas without a Rakim or a Big Daddy Kane. So who who takes his Nas place now? Now? Yeah. Like who who can you say that's a young Nas? Honestly, sheesh, man. That's a that's that's a that's a, a deep one because it's nobody doing what Nas is doing. Like the only part, the closest motherfucker I can really think of would be J Cole. Okay. I would say J. Cole, bro, because you could tell J. Cole studied Nas. You know what I'm saying? You could tell. Like, even with even with Elza, I say Elza. Like, Elza did a whole Illmatic re- remake yeah, album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But J. Cole by far. You know what I'm saying? But that, that's really... I can't even say Royce because Royce is just... Royce, bro. Like, Royce is... He on another planet with shit. You know what I mean? All so. right. All right. We go, and we're going to talk about that. Damn, bro. Yeah. That's how I know we've been rocking for, for a while, bro. Because I remember when I... Remember that phone call? Which one? Like, bro, I got an idea. You know what you should do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That shit been working for you, nigga. Yeah, man. It's been working for me. It's been working for me. And and it's, it's people like you that I wouldn't even be doing it if I didn't get that 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 phone call. But that's why I said which one, because we didn't have a lot of phone calls. Yeah, no. That one, that one right there, it, it, it came out of nowhere, bro. I think I was somewhere asleep, nigga. And I woke up like, let me call this nigga, yeah. dog. Everybody hates pets. That should have been crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I did that. And shit, Atlantic, they locked me on my, oh, Gmail, my, my God, uh, YouTube bro. and everything for that's a, crazy. a year. I still had a video just to protect my ass. But yeah, that happened, and then I got the one from Universal where this is where it comes in. What we talk about me losing my page, and I don't have the same friends. I guess when when um, Jay Z and Future did that song, I got the keys. I had it. I don't know because with me being with the radio station from back in the past, they sent me the. You come in. They sent me the. Uh, they sent me the video. Mm. They promo run was like this. BET. This is where you see the video at. As soon as the BET Awards go off. Shit, I'm trying to get this shit out. I didn't know it was going to be a problem. So I said, fuck that. I uploaded it to my page. I'm here. This is 2015, 2016. I'm at work. Shit going crazy on Facebook. It was at the point where I'm looking at my phone and the, and the, and the notifications just like, just doing Damn. that. The shit had got 2 million views by the time I'm chilling, like on lunch. And I'm telling people like, damn, this shit going nuts. Wow. I had no idea what was coming up next. So I'm promoting the party probably about two years later. Like two years later. And they shut it down. And they shut my shit down with no with no battle. Like no you disputing, couldn't even, yeah, no nothing. You couldn't, and I, yeah. I hit them up and they said, well, it's not us. It's not Facebook. It's, it's universal. universal. Yeah, see, that shit. But you know what, though? You could take... You could take that two ways. You could take it as, damn, they fucking my shit up, or somebody watching. Oh, bro, we lit. I mean, I don't I, like I say, I don't say too much about it. I got a million plays on SoundCloud. I think I got well over like clicks. Well, you need to start saying something about it, nigga. 
Well, this, but that, that's, what <laughs> telling, that's what I'm telling people. Like, that's, that's yeah. where all of this is starting to make more sense. Yeah, yeah. You Motherfuckers I mean? need to see that. Yeah. And see, like, when you flex like you do, like, last, like last night. I'm going to flex a little bit. Nigga, talk your shit, bro. Because now's the time. Yeah. People need to know that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, all that $10,000 in two years shit or however, however long. Niggas need to hear that type yeah. of shit, bro. Yeah, it's, it's just real Because we did the interview Before you got here with Burkham's And he asked me about The Big Sean situation mm. I told What'd I say? What'd I say? I don't want to talk about it Yeah, I said I ain't want that in, I don't, I had to take that out, out. Yeah. yeah, I think I want to cut that out Yeah I don't want to be that nigga That just, you know Can only speak on Throwback Thursday Right You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, that that's a fear of mine So I just don't like Talk about what I've already done What we doing right now Because yeah. it's a whole yeah. Batch of people yeah. Like, this, when I moved out here Nobody knew nothing Mm-hmm. And I told Doobie a couple days ago, maybe last week, fam, my first party out here DJing was embarrassing as fuck. Straight up. I came out here, thought I was in my bag. I knew I killed that shit back home. So I got a party in somewhere, it's Glendale, the city. Got on the party, talked my shit. I'm the hottest person on the streets. Fuck with me. My time to DJ. It was three DJs. It's my time to DJ. I go on. The first joint I do, the first song I played was Plies, Gucci Man Wasted. I swear motherfuckers almost doing like Corona bottles at me. Like, what the fuck is this shit? I'm like, nigga, this this it, nigga, the hood. We in the streets. This is yeah, what they yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. They was like, no, nah, nigga, you ain't got no RJ, no YG. Oh, yeah, yeah, And at yeah, that yeah, point, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I can be yeah. honest about it. Nah. Yeah. I don't even know who YG is. Right, 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 right. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know demographic. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. But I, did you learn? I learned quick. But see, that's that's the difference. In re- it's regional. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you do at the crib, like, you'd have played that shit at home, motherfuckers would have went nuts, of course. Yeah. But out here, it's a whole nother... Yeah, yeah I didn't know. I never jumped off the porch like that. Like, I never... I never been nowhere else and had to DJ. Yeah. But at the same time, it helped me so much because it taught me how to read the crowd. And mm-hmm. I think I would have never got that just for ever being a Detroit DJ. Right, right. So now I'm good. Like, now I'm at home and yeah. people love this shit because yeah. I can look at you like, oh, y'all from Chicago. I know oh, y'all from do. Texas. Yep, you, know you know what I'm saying? Do. And yeah. I, can, I can play everybody's music, but I needed that to happen to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, at, I'm being honest. I didn't know that people listen to different music. Yeah. So even to, even to say that, I've never heard the albums that you say are classic West Coast albums, I've never heard hurt them <laughs> I don't know and I, I'm about to get killed when I say this I've never heard The Chronic right. I've never heard Doggy Style right. I've never heard an NWA right, album right, right. when I was a kid the only albums that I needed to hear was what I was listening to exactly. all the Cash Money joints all the Rockefeller joints but and see, that was right. your that was your era, bro. So yeah, I, you era, know, era. can't nobody knock that. That was your era. But it was also my because I'll talk to somebody else. I'll talk to Doobie and shit like that. At the same age, he's mm-hmm. listening to that. I wasn't around nobody. I didn't have. But nobody. see, he might have had somebody around him playing that shit that's, though. And that's you what we're saying. saying. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what like saying. for me, it was automatic when motherfucking Chronic dropped. That shit was it dropped yeah. around the same time I went to L.A. See what people don't realize is. I was there to see the riots. I saw that shit with my yeah, own eyes, yeah. bro. 92, right? 92. Yeah. I seen that shit with my own eyes, bro. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So when the chronic dropped, that shit was parallel to everything that was going on in LA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you listen to, let me see, it's the this is dedicated to the niggas that was down from day one. Welcome to Death Row. Uh, 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 yeah, hell yeah. Then you got the next record was uh I think it was the the record. How many niggas are ready to lose? Yeah. So what you want to do? What you want? That record right there. 
was the whole right. Yeah. It was the whole right. Yeah. They didn't took clips from niggas talking. You know what I'm saying? Like doing yeah. interviews and shit. Like I'm if I gotta die for this little yeah. African, I'm a dead motherfucker. Bro, to listen to that shit and to know you was actually there, it 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 hit you different. Yeah. You y'all wasn't there. So when y'all listen to the chronic today, it's like yeah, and that, dope. Yeah, dope. It's, yeah, nah, nigga. It was, I was different. There. Yeah, it was different, and that's yeah. and it's and to me, it just for myself that just feels so unfortunate because now I'm trying to, now I'm trying to listen to the music just to say like I heard it. I don't mm-hmm. like not being able to speak in those conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all get to talking about the chronic, and I just gotta be like, yeah. But it's 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 cool because at at this point in your career, a, a history lesson is like growth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, to me, I just look at it like you are a person that can never stop growing in this shit. Mm-hmm. You gonna always notch. You gonna be notching a lot of niggas because mm-hmm. first of all, you got your lesson when you came to this motherfucker after that first party. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? A lot of niggas ain't got their first party yet. Yeah. They, you, you get me? Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, you 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 got. Age and you got time on your side, mm-hmm. so it's, you you gonna be cool. But bro. I didn't, I, I like, I, but that was that was nine years ago. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm good, but it also makes me just question. Like sometimes I just be like, damn, how did that shit work so well in in Don River? And I I I I don't know what happened. I don't know because I I talked to people that I looked up to, mm-hmm. and the people that I looked up to are not looking up to me, and that's. Crazy, like that. That shit blows my mind. You, yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah. about, you know. So, for me to just be the guy that was in middle school in the Down River to being the only DJ, you know, and I I can contribute that to y'all because it came to the point where you know, bear everybody. Like we not even doing the party if Pest can't do it. So they'll say like, well, what oh, days no, are bro. it? Wasn't it wasn't no party? Yeah, like it I wasn't could, no. If, if if it wasn't if DJ Pest what. I mean, you got other DJs that were self-proclaimed proclaimed DJs, yeah. you know, at the time. But if it wasn't if it wasn't no pest party, bro, it wasn't cracking. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I had a little cheat code. I don't know how it happened, but that that's that was the good. I think that situation for me was mm-hmm. the it'll never happen again. What happened was the mob was moving. Mm-hmm. Jeezy had dropped that tape with drama. Mm-hmm. It was the streets is watching or talking. The streets is talking, I believe. The streets is talking. So this is before Trap or Die. Yeah. And the CD player had just came, like, available where you can mix with it. CDJ. So y'all coming to the parties, I'm the only DJ in the whole, because I had, it was was writing. It was like Jeezy's people wrote on that Mm -hmm. motherfucker. You feel Mm -hmm. me? So I was the only one playing the shit that y'all wanted to hear. Right. There was right, no right. other DJ that yeah. can be quick enough yeah. to do that. And I was just telling somebody, I was like, this shit was so cold-blooded how it was moving. Remember, Icy was playing on the radio with the with the gangster grill drops on him. Like, this shit was that exactly. hot. Exactly. No one can get it without, exactly. you know, drama. But I'm playing them at all the parties. Bro, I can remember clear as day. When you, when you broke off into your mob moment. Yeah. That shit took the party to, yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't never seen so many gangsters in one room get on the dance floor. Yeah, and that and that's when <laughs> that shit was and that crazy, shit bro. like changed my life because at that point yeah. y'all was just looking for somebody that can just bring that energy. And now we talking mm-hmm. like, pests come by and DJ and shit. We give you 800. So now I'm like, well, I'm not 
doing nothing else but what y'all got going on. Fuck everything. But then y'all started moving out of where we from. Yeah. And then that's how yeah. I got in the radio. Yeah. And this is all happening to me. I'm like 19. I don't, I'm not even old enough to drink yet. So y'all, y'all really, you know, the, the neighborhood I'm from, the hood I'm from mm-hmm. changed my life. But it just primed me to be where I'm at right now. This shit was all stepping stones. But yeah, I ain't gonna lie. When you left, my career slowed down, son. Fam, it's it's it slowed down. Venues son. closed when I left. Yeah, yeah, my shit slowed. I know for a fact my shit slowed down, son, because yeah. it was like everybody was so used to the one-two punch, mm-hmm. and we had like the coldest chemistry, you know, at at, at that point. You yeah. know, when I was doing my shows, you knew when to drop shit, how to take shit out, and. You was talking your shit, and you was, it, it just, everything was just the perfect storm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But then I understood growth, too, like, shit, you got to take, because, bro, if I if I wasn't on papers, I probably would have been left Detroit, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Thank God I'm off now, but I'm I'm probably going to be out here. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I get a I'm, lot probably, of, I'm probably going to be out I here. I get a lot of phone calls, people like, yo, what's, what's it? I'm talking about from where we at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, what's what's it like out here? And I'm like, fam, it's it's gold, nah, it's gold, nah. Like, it it was weird when I first got out here. And yeah. I know you, I know you didn't came out here before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's good. I I I would say come out here. I'm 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 really leaning towards it. I was thinking about Vegas, but when you got when you you got to think about the kids, school systems, and all that. All that, that shit horrible out there. You know, in what Vegas I'm saying? or in, in Vegas. Yeah. Well, you know what it is yeah. in Detroit, yeah. but it's horrible in Vegas. So. You know, I'm AZ it, it, man. I think yeah. I think I said it to somebody else earlier. Like Arizona is good because you can go to those places and come right back. Mm-hmm. When we from Michigan, the best thing we can do when we talking about vacations is go to Sandusky, Ohio, to Cedar Point. Yeah. That's it. Like yeah. here, it's like, fam, I can drive to LA in three hours. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I can drive to Vegas, Vegas in three, three hours, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and come back home. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, so I, it's it's real good to be here. And, and 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 the older we get, the more we realize like that's comfortable. Like it's good to just be able to go to these places for a short. I don't want to stay in LA. Right, Are you right, crazy? Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And I do not want to stay in Vegas because yeah. it's the same. It's, it's the, Arizona. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, you know for what I'm real. saying? So it's it's good to stay out here, and it's just it's prime. It's so many people moving out here, fam. That's why I say that when I say. Who in here from Arizona make some noise? Who in here that's not from? They love that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because they they want to be acknowledged as no, we not from here. Mm-hmm. We in this bitch. But you we feel in me? this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I said I wasn't gonna talk about it, but like I am. Like last night was crazy. Shit was epic, bro. You know, like last night was crazy because I really I made that post and I just really thought I was never gonna see a lot. You said you was coming here and people started inboxing me. You mm. know, and and it, you coming here opened the door for like getting that feeling back. Yeah. Cause when I moved, I was so fucked up from it. I I was depressed, and all kinds of shit. Because look my life what, you is got, yeah. You got to look at what you was leaving behind. Yeah. But never, you wasn't leaving it behind for real. Cause everything gonna come back full circle. What I believe, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if it's meant to happen that way. And and, and bro, just. The whole, you know, being able to see you in your element last night like that, bro, it just brought back a lot of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was it was cool to see, bro. And it was like, nigga, we was both genuinely happy to be in the Hell building yeah, together. Man. You know what I'm saying? So that shit was cool. And I know, I know once I do come out this way, bro, it's it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be hell to tell the captain. Yeah, man. You feel so, me? So tell me. 
I need I need to get a little bit motivation. Tell yeah. me what I'm missing in the city. Nothing. Not a motherfucking thing. Every time I say that to y'all, y'all say the same thing. Not a thing. motherfucking thing, bro. That shit is a dead Wait, issue. I'm looking, though. Every time I look, somebody bro, else turning up from the city. It's a dead issue. Why? Because, bro, it, it'd be different if niggas was turning up in the city or from the city. Yeah. And then being like this, come on. Mm-hmm. I got the dog, y'all niggas, come on. Mm-hmm. Niggas ain't doing that, bro. Like, what niggas is doing, all right, I got the door open. You could come, you could come, you can't come. You can't come. But he could come, yeah, come on. You come on. Mm-hmm. Nah, you can't You can't come in. That's what niggas is doing. Mm-hmm. They're picking and choosing who. But Royce still say that, right? Royce lived there, yeah, but even with Royce to a certain degree, it's like, Royce fuck with who he fuck with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I got a relationship with Royce that's brotherly, that's like that, yeah. very pretty much brotherly. But you would never hear me get picked for a Royce record. You get what I'm saying? And like, how does that? And 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 that's what I want to ask you too, because with you having such a a longevity style career in music, when you hear those Friday Night Cyphers with Sean, mm-hmm. that ten minute song, and you haven't even been like reached out to, like how does that? I don't really feel no way because I don't have no relationship with Big Sean. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I've seen him a few times. I hosted a few uh, events that he performed at back in the day, but I never built a rapport with him. You get what I'm saying? Like, he probably don't even know I exist. You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. But it's like, I don't feel no way. I just feel like people fuck with who they fuck with. It's just that simple. You know what I'm saying? And with Royce, like, Royce is is the, the, the MC. Of, of all MCs So it's like If he picks you To get on a record That means he respects What you do Or He feel like This is supposed to happen Maybe in the future I, I might do a record With Royce Who knows But at, at this point It's like I don't get upset About the shit Or I don't yeah. feel no way Cause I just know I'm on a different type time Than But does that take else. That take growth? Like, was there ever a point where that did bother you? Or you oh, just yeah, always, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, it did. But, you know, with age, you you learn and you you understand. Hopefully. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I really understand. I yeah. understand. No, I'm just saying, like, everybody don't, everybody don't get that blessing to just understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I say You got to be a different type. You got to yeah. be a certain individual to have the, the, you know, the thought patterns and the understanding that some will have. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't look at the industry at all like I used to five years ago. Yeah. Now, today. I don't see it like it was back then. But mainly because what I come to realize is the music that I make just ain't for everybody. You have to live life to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, you really have to have been through some shit to understand the music that I put out. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, you can't be somebody who ain't never... Been shot before, mm. lost a mom, or dealing with all kind of different baby mama. Oh, speaking of that shit, you did that. The baby, I hate my baby mama shit. That, that shit, was that was you. Hey, you know that shit like that. I know. That's what I'm saying. You did that. How many views <laughs> that shit got right now? That shit damn near at almost shit. Probably at almost five hundred thousand, maybe yep. some shit like that. Yeah. yeah, you did that, bro. It's crazy too because it's that, and then there's a Jeezy record that never came out. That's on my mm-hmm. that's on my page. Yeah. But, you know, back to what I was saying, it's like... Shit. <laughs> you, have to really, you have to really experience life in order to know where I'm coming from with the music I make, bro. 
it's it uh, and it all it all fits like the listen you got to listen to it in order mm-hmm. you know you listen to it in order you really feel what you you know you you know what i'm saying to know you yeah you let a lot of people in with the music you make yeah for sure so when you're not listening to you at this point who are you listening to what's what's on your your playlist well like i said man um of course i've been rocking nas i've been rocking nas but i i mainly listen to the shit that inspired me to make music bro and that's really like not even hip-hop you know what i'm saying i've been listening to shit like willie hutch and fucking man just old school shit bro like i mean you know what lately i've been rocking a lot of gap band I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what it is, man. But I've been listening to a lot of Gap Band lately, bro. That I mean, fam. When I I found myself probably last week noticing I don't even have a radio on when I'm driving no more. Yeah. I yeah. think I, I I'm so afraid to say this, but I think I've hit the age where it's just not. <laughs> I just cannot listen to that shit no more. That shit is repetitive. It's nothing different. And at this point, I'm just waiting for my people to come out. Like yeah, when, the, when the next kids are coming out. It's definitely redundant. But at the same time, too, bro, like you said, it's it's the age, it's it's the age thing, bro. I can't listen to a lot of rap shit no more, bro. Yeah, I can't. That, I that can't. shit, cause now you now now you doing now you doing temperature checks. Like this yeah. shit don't fit you. Like there's no way this is you. Like this shit is off. This is a movie. Like you trying to, you know, this ain't even storytelling. This right. shit is a facade that you just can't even keep up. So when you just hear that shit, like I don't want to, I don't want to say, cause I'm gonna sound like a hater if I start mentioning names. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. just not. Clicking, and I just remember the people that was older than me telling me, like, yeah, you're going to hit this age where this shit don't mean nothing to you. So when you say you listen to the Gap Band, cool. I'm listening to Crystal Waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm listening yeah. to, like, DJ Magic Mike. I'm yeah. listening to shit don't even make sense. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes at this point, I'm like, it's just better to ride in silence. It's the only time I can yeah. connect my thoughts. Yeah, you, 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 you were creative, bro. So, you know, sometimes that silence is golden. But me personally... Like I say, man, with that. And then, of course, I listen to a lot of Nip, too, because I feel like Nip is the only artist that hit the game that could that's really on the level of the shit that I be thinking or the shit that I be saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of similarities between me and, and, and mm-hmm. Nip. You know what I'm saying? So when did you, what, what was your first, like, when did you get introduced to Nip? Shit, I've been hip to Nip. Like my first, the first time I got hip to, to him was when I uh when I actually met him. I met him at the store, mm-hmm. the uh, Sloss and Tees before mm-hmm. they had the marathon store and all that. Mm-hmm. It was their first store, and uh I just happened to be. I had a show out there. I had a show at the uh at the time. The name of the club was, God damn it. not the Whiskey a Go Go, but it was another club on Sunset Boulevard. I forgot the name of the club, but. Make a long story short, um, I had a show there, and I wanted a Crenshaw shirt so I can, like, you know, mm-hmm. represent for the city and shit. Mm-hmm. And I went in the store. Sam was in there. His his pops was in there. He walked in while I was in there, you know, browsing, just looking at shit. And uh, I had, that's when I first dropped the uh, mm-hmm. No More Mr. Nice Good mm-hmm. mixtape. And I'm like, damn, uh, shit, what I, what is, you know, what I gotta do, man, to, you know, leave my mixtapes in here or whatever. And he was just like, flat out, like, man, I ain't, if it's trash, we ain't putting, we ain't giving that away. Yeah. Like, damn, all right. We can listen to it right now. Like, he put it in and first record, he was like, damn, okay. 
Mm-hmm. Leave about 20 of them, you know what I'm saying? And from that point on, it was like, I took his shit back. I gave his music to uh, Wax, Tax, and Dre. Mm-hmm. So technically, I'm the first person to bring his music back to Detroit because mm-hmm. he had just put the mixtape mm-hmm. out and I gave the shit to Wax, Tax, and Dre. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how much he played it, but I know he was obviously the first DJ yeah. to have that shit yeah. in Detroit. But after that, bro, I ran into the nigga a few more times. One thing about him, he never forgot a face. He ain't no fake nigga or never was a fake nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, he, if he saw you and he remember who you was, he, he could tell you exactly where. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As much yeah. weed as he smoked, he could tell you. Oh, yeah, I remember I, I met cuz at such, 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 such. Yeah, yeah, that, that, you right. That's good, man. That's good. You know what I mean? Because um, I remember you dropped the song. Yeah, the blue tear. Yeah, so yeah. it was like I knew it was a relationship there. Yeah, listen to it, but I it was, we were just so out of touch. I haven't talked to you in so long. I wanted to hit you up and say that shit was cold. Man, good looking, man. But we talked. We you know we talked when we did the the, the Zoom. The Zoom listening yeah, yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that man. shit feel that shit feels <sighs> shit feel good, man. And I'm like I said, I'm glad a a bridge has been formed within that gap. Yeah, uh, just time. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't no 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 crazy shit. No, it's no, just, hell no. Like, bro, one thing about it. I love to give people their space to grow and do what they do, you know, without banging them over the head about my shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you done got out here, bro. You 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 done connected with a lot of people, dope people. You feel me? And I, I got a glimpse of that last night at the at the spot. Yeah. I was totally impressed. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? This dude over here. Like I said, this nigga's fucking awesome, bro. Like, isn't it's rare that you're gonna have me stand up when you say some slick shit. Yeah. Like like niggas ain't saying slick shit. He made me stand up, bro. I'm like, yo. And this and this, and this is a side <laughs> note. When I said I was making beats, he said he knew it was coming. He was like, he knew that was coming. And he was the one who got that beat that I I made. You feel me? So Y'all gotta do something before the oh, shit no, out here. Yeah, yeah, no, y'all, that's, I that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's already on the flow, bro. Yeah. We we talked about it last night, but you know I'm just proud of you, bro. I'm proud to see everything that's that, going man. on, man. And it's just it's a, it's a beautiful thing, and you're doing it from a place to where you got this the the freedom and the space in your mind to just do shit how you want to do it. Because in Detroit, niggas will suffocate mentally. I said that. I said I was hitting the ceiling. That's why I get the fuck off. But listen, we can go. On and on. We can go on and on. <laughs> My man got a plane to catch. Yeah. And, and we got to get some more shit on the flow. So we're going to have to end this video right here. Um, there will be more, though. Um, this is Grind Culture. I need you to tell the people where they can find you at. Uh, man, I'm everywhere. But mainly, man, catch me at uh, B-I-G underscore G-O-V on IG and Twitter. It's the same thing. B-I-G underscore G-O-V. Um, the music is on all platforms. Whatever I got, six projects. So you you pick which one. You know what I'm saying? Like they all out. So you know, it's so lit. <laughs> From the bottom of my heart, man. I appreciate y'all for watching this shit, man. We gonna keep things coming. This grind culture thing is crazy. Uh, at DJ Pest on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, man. Make sure you tap in.